listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 168, where we will be discussing chapter 18 of City of Fallen Angels, Scars of Fire. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. What, what? What, what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, look. Sorry, my computer updated to mm-hmm. Windows 11 without my approval, by the way. Rude. Rude. And um, Robin told me it might kill my battery more because it was for her. So I was trying to avoid it. So anyway, I got a new recording thing and now I can see my volume levels. That's tripping me out, bro. That's nice. Oh, yeah, that happened to me too. Okay, yeah. listen, I'm going to commandeer this chit chat because <gasps> yes. I have a very yes. important question to ask you. Oh, All. I have to poll the audience. Okay, we went to the bitch, the bitch on Saturday, mm-hmm. the beach it's called the coast. Right. Yes, the coast. Actually, as we were driving out there because we drove past Ridgefield mm-hmm. and I was thinking in my brain about how I bet you and Jason are couples that say coast instead of beach. Like we're going to the coast for the weekend. Jason says coast. I say beach. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I just, that's not what I wanted to talk about, but it happened. Okay. And I, I had a whole you, you conversation in my it. brain about like, it. Wait a minute. <laughs> that's just a, a side by side. Anyway, what I wanted to ask is I let my husband drive there mm-hmm. in my car mm-hmm. and then I drove back. And I don't like it when he drives because I cannot contain myself uh-huh. and I have to look at the speedometer all the time and I'm like you are driving too fast you are driving too fast you are driving too fast did you know the speed limit is 45 here and you are going 60 are you aware are your customers aware am, am I the bad guy am I the asshole should no. I just let him go and take the ticket uh, no yes no he should respect you enough to listen to you that you're uncomfortable with him driving at that speed Okay, okay, that's fair. And, but I don't think she's uncomfortable because no. she doesn't think it's safe. She's afraid of a ticket. Yes. Then that's your own shit. I mean, it's your decision whether it's that important to you or not. But, like, it's fucked up if he just keeps doing the thing that you tell him not to do. And I will, like, I guess in defense, he's driving my new car, which he never drives before. Mm-hmm. And that thing, like, sneak attacks you. where Because it's a hybrid, right? So, yeah. The engine's but not loud not or anything. But if you're concerned and about safety, then pick your battles. No. Yeah, no, I'm not concerned about safety. I just don't want to pay a fucking speeding ticket, bro. I don't want to come back here. I don't want to pay it. Some We can't pay it. I'm not into it. So maybe, this is like my take as a wife. Sometimes in those situations, mm-hmm. if I was in your situation, if I was pissed off, because I would be pissed off because um, I'd be like, fuck you. I keep telling you to go the fucking speed limit. And you're not listening to me. Um, but if that was the case and I wasn't concerned about safety, I was just annoyed and didn't want him to get a ticket. Then I wouldn't say anything and let him get a ticket. And then once he got the ticket, I would make my point. And then every time he tried to speed, I would throw it in his face because that's really the only way he's going to learn. It's like a dog. Right. Yes. <laughs> Mercifully, yes. Merc- merciful, natural merc- consequences. Exactly. Like, well, and he's, and he's like, not going to listen. Aren't you tired? Don't you feel like you want to take a nap? No, I don't <laughs> want to take a nap. So you can do twenty miles over the speed limit. Jesus. That's not what I want. No. <laughs> Sometimes I get because I I have the same issue. Well, a different issue. So 
in our family, for the sake of our marriage, I don't drive. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, opposites for yeah. us. Okay. Yeah, I'm usually the driver. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I don't because he he can't be a passenger. He's a terrible passenger. Um, even though I am an excellent driver, thank you very much. Um, but I also don't like driving. But he tends to, especially on road trips and stuff, he'll speed. And that really annoys me when it, it depends on like what the scenario is, right? If we're driving out to freaking Prineville and we're in the middle of the desert, like it's not a problem. But this motherfucker, this is why I can't look at the road when we're driving. Because like oh. when we went to Yellowstone, you have to go over the mountains, right? In Idaho. And. Mm-hmm. You've all been to, you know, Mount Hood, you know, you're driving on a mountain and then there's just like a cliff. Right. And so uh-huh. for me, it's terrifying. Yeah, you it's go the, the speed limit. You're in the inside lane. Mm-hmm. Right. No, 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 no. My husband has no fucking fear. He's well and the speed limit in Idaho is like 70. Like it's not, you know, mm-hmm. but that trip I was like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, I'm going to murder you and bury you in that little strip of land in Wyoming where there's, it's like no man's land and no one will ever find your body. Like, <laughs> it was so, because it's stressful for me because I don't like, like, driving next to, like, semis and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So that was mm-hmm. a rough one for, for us. There was many a bickering. So I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's a safety thing. Yeah. Because I'm constantly Which, afraid mean, of dying <laughs> yes same like when we went into like the coast mountain range i guess where it's like switchbacks he drove safe speed mm-hmm. whatever it's like the straight right you're on i-5 between you know yeah long view just gotta to get long there view, right and yeah. it's like the speed 70 and we gotta do 85 yeah. no we don't <laughs> i get mm-hmm. it we yeah. don't i think amanda would right yes yes uh-huh. I mean, and yeah. I say all of this knowing full well that when I'm driving, I speed and don't have a problem with it. But I'm the one in control, right? Mm-hmm. It's exactly yes. No, no I don't go. That's I don't why go, I, I always done, drive. Yeah, we've had this discussion. I'm a five over yeah. person. If I have to pass, I'll speed up or whatever from very late to something. But it depends on the situation. Otherwise, As, no. Living where I live. Like, if I'm on I-5 going down to your place and I've got an hour-long drive, yeah, I'm speeding. <laughs> like, I'm not going 60 miles an hour. Well, and it's 70 up by you for a yeah. little bit, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I. The reason I drive is because I have anxiety, so I have to have control over yeah. everything. I am constantly afraid of why I'm not a better driver than my husband. I oh, just, I'm for sure a better Somehow driver in my, my head, I feel like I could control. <laughs> Wednesday. The accident? Yeah. I don't know. Like, it just... Mm-hmm. You... It's well, I drive my better. cars better, and he drives, like, I I don't want to drive his truck. Right. It's cool. I like riding yeah. in it. But, like, he can parallel park it without a backup mm-hmm. camera. Like, he's a great driver. I just... For me, it's more like I am annoyed because I don't want to pay a fucking ticket. Yeah. I am 35 years old. I've been driving since I was 16, and I've literally never had a ticket for anything. Okay, not a headlight, to be fair, not nothing. To be fair, you've definitely deserved a ticket. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for sure. I just have never got one. I'm just not, like, this is not what we're Knock doing. Knock on wood, please. 
It's making me anxious. Okay. And knock on wood also, but I am 36. I've been driving since I was 16. I speed every time I get in the car and I've only had one ticket. So do with that. I've got two tickets. Look at us. Well, okay. Technically one and then a fix it ticket. Okay. Okay. I have one on my record. Yeah. I I had one that um, I got pulled over for speeding and he was like, what are you doing? You're just not paying attention to the speed. And I was like, I was rocking out to Britney Spears. I am so sorry. And then I showed up to court and he didn't f- put the ticket in. So nice. it was, I set, the punishment was sitting through court waiting for my name to be called yep. and then having to check at the very end that it wasn't yep. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, <sighs> the driving thing, I've, we've come to like a solution because it was a big issue in our relationship. I think that's why I had such a violent reaction because it was a major fucking issue because his driving drove me nuts because I'm so paranoid and and my anxiety is so bad. And then he would get frustrated because I would do the jumpy. Like I wouldn't say anything, but I'd be like, Oh yeah. He'd be like, what? No, that's (laughs) bad. You're going to, he's like, you're going to make me wreck because I'm worried about what you're doing and what you're seeing that I'm not seeing. And I'm like, okay, fine. So our solution is that I look at my phone while we're driving. So I'm either reading Mm -hmm. or playing a game or doing something else. So I'm not looking at the road because if I'm looking at the road then I'm backseat driving and that's not fun for anybody. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep I get car sick so I can't do that oh, I would die if I got car sick <laughs> my husband loves it's a road great. trip and I have to be entertained <laughs> yeah that's Are another reason why it's good for me to drive <laughs> well I'm glad we cleared that up thank you yes we're all so different not not all that different we all have High driving anxiety. Mm-hmm. It just manifests Good differently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have to tell you, my mom's been listening, apparently. She told me this morning. Oh. Um, oh. And she had to make a comment that half the time she can't tell any of us apart. She's like, you all sound the same. You have the same personality. You're all talking the same thing. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of the thing. Yeah. The track. We're pod people. We share a brain. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, what did Robin, you posted, oh, you posted about Jake, I think mm-hmm. on our Instagram. And one of our listeners commented and was like, two or three years late, aren't you? And then they commented later. Okay. And said, um, oh, on brand. <laughs> and I was like, yes, it is. Thank you for noticing. You know us well. Uh-huh. Oh. If we're consistent about anything, it's being inconsistent. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly Obviously. right. It's fine. Oh. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, is that, are we good with the chit chat? Shall we cut it? Absolutely. Thank you for um, entertaining my. It was good. I think it's a very common I have to apologize. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Of course. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Um, My kids got me sick again and I'm almost through it, but I will probably cough every time I laugh. So. As you do. Ahead of time. Poor thing. We'll have a count. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, seriously. All right. Well, what do you say we kick things off with Robin's recap? Previously on Downworld or Dish. Clary is living her own Pat Benatar song Mm. because she's a prisoner, a prisoner of love. I don't know if you've heard that. I don't know that song. (laughs) 
Except this time, it's very much real and not a metaphor. The song's a metaphor. She is legitimately a prisoner. Jace is holding her at knife point and clearly not acting himself. Clary allows him to guide her to the elevator and up to the rooftop and the utter chaos that is unfolding with her dead brother, Simon, and unknown lady. Clary's superpowers of main character energy allow her to discover the truth that the woman is actually Lilith. The mother of demons has sunk her claws into Jace. She takes a moment to monologue her victory over Jace and how dumb <coughs> these shadow hunter children are, and nothing is going to stop her from raising her bouncy baby boy from the dead. Simon is offended for Jocelyn because technically the evil Hellspawn was the fruit of her loins, but Lilith is like, nah, bitch, never cared about him. I'm the real mommy. <laughs> Lilith summons Jace to bring Clary into the circle she's drawn on the floor and then explains her plan that weirdly reminds me of that part in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back when Jay is dictating to Silent Bob to write a response about the Blunt Man and Chronic movie where he's like, we're going to make them eat our shit, then shit out our shit, then eat their shit, which is made up of our shit that we made them eat. <laughs> oh my God, it's one of the best parts. I'm trying so hard not to laugh. <laughs> anyway, she wants Simon to bite the dead Sebastian, take his blood in, then have Simon eat si Sebastian eat Simon's blood that's now made up of Sebastian's blood. Okay? Ugh. Following yeah. me. Right? You caught up? <laughs> she explains why this will raise Sebastian and then divulges Clary's secret about bringing dead Jace back with the help of Raziel. Meanwhile, downstairs, our... Rescue Simon team have officially congregated inside the mysterious fathoms below. It's a little mermaid. If you didn't. Anyway. Izzy, by way of Magnus's ruby demon detection pendant, is throwing up gang signs as the crew make their way through the labyrinth of creepy floors. They reach the pinnacle of fucked up shit you read in YA when they come across the nursery that housed all the failed demon baby experiments. It's very emotional and awful and we're not reliving it. Izzy tracks down some strange movement that turns out to be a Mrs. Tracksuit Bandit who explains the broad strokes of the inner workings of the Cult of Tallow. Before her death, she also reveals the demoness herself Lilith is upstairs right now with Simon. Izzy gets up to head over to the elevator to save Simon when the doors open and a flood of TSBs come after them. <laughs> I love that we've like, <laughs> it's just, I love it. I've been trying to think of a good nickname for Sebastian. I don't know. And the only thing that's come into my mind is S-Train. Ew. But I'm not sure if it's going to stick We call not. him like Johnny Boy. Yeah, it needs to be more like a fucking Gabriel sort of thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I feel like mm -hmm. there's more options with Jonathan than there are with Sebastian. Yeah. I agree. I don't know. I think we'll have Because I keep wanting to say Sebi. Sebi. But why? Mm. I just love that even later in books throughout the series that um, anytime he's mentioned, like, I remember when he did this, they talk about, they call him, so everyone calls right. him Sebastian. And I just think that's hilarious. There's yeah. too many fucking Jonathans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. It would be very confusing. <laughs> So Misty Clouds set the scene as we hop into Clary's point of view, watching in horror as her bestie is forced to drink her brother's demonic blood, as Robin has so kindly reminded us. <laughs> 
Once Simon's uh, done slurping down Demon's Ledge, he'll sacrifice himself by letting Sebastian drain him dry. No pun intended. Um, unless Clary can manage a Hail Mary. <laughs> Hail Mary. Listen, I'd like to see an AU. That's all I'm saying. An alternate universe. Wait, what? Like a... Oh. I might have to check out some fan fiction. We'll see. Listen, I am not a nerd enough to have understood that. Oh! Thank you. Okay, hold on. Time out. Hold on. Quickly. I'm so sorry. When I had discussed my fanfiction obsession, which is currently still growing very strong. Um, this is one of the longest hyperfixations <laughs> I've had. Um, <laughs> oh. But I kept calling the, like, ship name wrong. It's Dramoni in case, like, I knew that. Like, literally immediately after we recorded that episode, I was like, oh, I fucked up. What were you calling Draconi it? instead of Dramoni. Which, oh. which kind of makes it seem like a dragon exactly. thing, right? Okay, okay. So, anyway, that's all. Congratulations on sticking to Thanks. it. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I'm just yeah. reading about the same couple over and over and over again in a million different ways. <laughs> It's literally like, it's yeah, it's a lot. Anyway, where were? Here's my. Where was I? I've stuck to this, you guys. <gasps> oh my gosh, that's so cute! You made that. Yeah, yours. That is oh, so adorable. Is that crochet? A little dinosaur for Easter, obviously for the kids too. But I mean, it took me forever. Because I can crochet like 30 minutes a night. But anyway, my hyperfixation, I've been focusing on crocheting and I'm actually doing stuff. <gasps> they look beautiful. I don't think I've ever finished a project before. Oh my God. Isn't it so exciting when it finally happens? Because so it takes a while, especially in between. Once you do accomplish something, then you're like, oh, I'm not going to fucking finish anything for at least three more years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like you can still write off that high. <laughs> yeah. The fun of it is buying the yarn, really. It really is. Once you get it at home, it's less exciting. <laughs> yeah. <it is. laughs> oh, so desperate to stop her best friend's impending martyrdom, uh, Clary takes a page out of Izzy's book, leveraging her femininity and using her captor's misconceptions to her advantage. So she turns to Jace, <clears throat> and she's like feigning innocence. Uh, she just can't watch. And surely big, strong Jace doesn't need a knife to to little helpless Clary's throat to keep her in line. Right? <laughs> Jace is dubious at first, but she presses, telling him that she just wants to look to look at him. Like she just I can't look at that. I want to look at you. Um, because she refuses to believe that her Jace isn't still in there some, somewhere. And to her credit, it kind of worked. Like, Jace sheathed the knife to, you know, in his belt or whatever. Um, but, like, he's still not letting her go. <laughs> so, Jace captures her in what would be a loving embrace uh, if it weren't, if he weren't, like, possessed and all. And she attempts to reason with him once more telling him uh that she's afraid and lilith will most definitely kill her once she brings sebastian back like she's gonna hurt me because he's like i won't let anything happen to you and she's like motherfucker you're possessed like <laughs> right you just had a knife to my throat like come on 
But Jace the demon bitch is like, nah, babe, I never let anything happen to you. My demon mama would never. She just wouldn't. And mm-hmm. Clary's uh, progress is quickly halted uh, when she suggests that Jace could fight Lilith, which seems to trigger, like, an internal <laughs> struggle. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> And I really like, in this sense, because he's possessed by Lilith, it does kind of feel like she's, like, momming him as well as Sebastian. So in this uh-huh. little scenario, it a little bit feels like Clary is fighting with her mother-in-law over her boyfriend like like, are you gonna pick me or your mom like how could you let her talk to me like that that's my favorite yeah so she remembers oh wait where am i oh yeah so clary progresses um no that's not what that word is clary Clary's progress is quickly halted when she's... Oh, yeah, I already said that. Fuck. Um, Under the guise of being cold, she slips her arms into Jace's uh, jacket, giving her access, uh, new access to the dagger at his belt. And she remembers what... How, though? What do you mean? Like, I guess that mentally didn't add up in my brain. So her hands are inside his pocket? Yeah, so he's got the, the knife, like, I would assume on his side, right? But Mm -hmm. she can't, like, just grab it, right? But if her arms are already around him, he can't see then because the jacket is covering and she could. Mm -hmm. Okay, listen, I will say I imagine her putting her hands in his pockets. And I was like, if it's like, oh, (laughs) how is she? But it's probably just. I was thinking like around his body, like inside his jacket. Right, inside to where his jacket is. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay, okay. I was thinking what Robin was thinking. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I don't get it. Maybe read for context. I don't know. I suppose I didn't do that. I I was picturing a hoodie, I think, maybe. Oh, like in his kangaroo kangaroo pouch? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I'm always picturing him in a leather jacket, and now that I have one, it looks like it's mine. He's wearing my jacket. I like it. I like it. With the jersey liner and the hood on That's it. That's hot. Yes. <laughs> okay. uh, so she remembers what Luke uh, had said that day in the morgue when he destroyed the rune that she'd drawn on the, to reanimate the dead shadow hunter. You know, that whole other horror show that was at the beginning of the book. Um, mm. Which destroy that destroying or altering the mark can break like whatever bond or the what word power yes like the Mm -hmm. yeah of the rune so with a prowess i didn't know she possessed clary distracts jace babbling about love being the strongest magic or some fucking harry potter bullshit um and she tells him (laughs) (laughs) she tells him that there's a way for him to protect her while still doing what lilith wants um and she like she's like here i'll whisper it to you (laughs) and in a flash clary grabs the knife and so weird it through lilith's mark on his chest of course lilith notices this right away and okay i have to interject oh yes yes i'm sorry howie sorry (laughs) i said that last week what and it was not a spoiler i legitimately didn't remember what happened so just so you know, that was my genuine reaction. I'm like, why doesn't she just fucking cut the mark, stupid? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I just genuinely did not remember how this book in. I bought broad strokes here, so <laughs> there's that. Well, well, we know Clary doesn't arm herself before she leaves the house because she doesn't have any regard for her mm-hmm. own safety. So <laughs> maybe she just didn't mm-hmm. have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, she was in a tiny dress. Although so is Izzy all the time. Right. So. But like, I yeah. feel like being in a dress would be the perfect opportunity to try on a leg holster. Like, come on, people. It's fair. Although mm-hmm. this is not Clary. That's a f- definitely something I would do. <laughs> it doesn't go with Clary's corduroys. Um, Where am I? She's not a dress girl, so she didn't know how to right. arm herself right. appropriately. She never wears dresses ever, ever, literally ever, except when she does. This is a fluke. <laughs> this is a fluke. Except she's been in one the whole fucking book. <laughs> so, yep. Lilith uh, notices right away and orders Jace to seize her, um, and he doesn't respond. Uh, but before the demoness, I guess is what I'm calling her. Sure. Uh, could do something about mm-hmm. it. Simon fell, nearly overcome by the poisonous blood he'd been gulping. Um, and Simon's in a bad way. Like, he's really not doing good. This is this is Dumbledore in the cave poison situation. Uh-huh. Um, totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sounded like Snape there, and I appreciate it. Thank you, Amanda. Oh, okay. Okay. You're welcome. Just very calm. <laughs> Turn to page uh, 394. <laughs> so uh, Lilith orders Jace to take control of Clary once again. But again, uh, he doesn't move. And he doesn't say anything either. He's just kind of like, he's been powered off at the moment. <laughs> right. So his iPhone is getting an update. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's on, on but you demo. can't use it. Yeah. No. No, it's installing. It's in demo mode. Yeah. So Lilith orders Jace to take control. Uh oh wait, I already said that. So Clary tosses the blade to his feet um and gives him an ultimatum. Me or her. And Jace picks up the knife. So we're gonna skip on over to Alex's point of view where they're battling inside the building, um, unaware of what exactly is happening upstairs. And so the gang's all there. Izzy's doing her thing. Jordan went full wolfie. Uh, Maya is still in her human form with the addition of some, like, gnarly claws. She's, she's like, hybrid in it. I, I really want to know, like, the, the rules. Like, what are the rules in this universe for werewolves? Because we're getting mixed signals. The manacles send mixed signals on a fully grown werewolf's house. Like... Can, like, can you just choose? Like, let's say that you are at a coffee shop and you have a hat on and you're like, fuck, I really want to know what these people are talking about. Can you just make your, you can want your ears to turn into wolf ears under your hat so then you can hear them better because you have wolf ears and no one's going to know. Do you get to pick and choose? I want to know the rules, specifics. Right. Can you just mentally make it just your ears? Uh-huh. Right. Because obviously yeah. she did. And it wasn't, it, they didn't explain it like she had her claws out because she was mid-transformation. Mm-hmm. Like, she was like, okay, weapons drawn. And this isn't the first time claws. a werewolf has been described as, like, partially 
shifted. Luke has done it before. I think he did mm-hmm. it in the, in the first book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. When he was, like, when they were going to the island or whatever. Um. Yeah, but I, I agree. I'd like to know. I wonder if it's in the Codex. We should probably read the Codex. I've I've not read the oh, the yes. wolf part of the codex. I've read the fairy. You own it, yeah. right? Okay, maybe I'll do that for homework. Okay. Is it story e in those sections? Um, not really. It's almost like a textbook. Like there's uh-huh. like chapters, okay. and it'll like give you like a brief overview, and then maybe some like breakdowns of like scenarios, and then the way that it's done is that in the margins of that textbook. Uh huh. Yeah. In the margin, there's notes from people. <laughs> yeah. People that have, like, touched mm-hmm. the book. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So, as they fight, the cultists move as one, um, silent, still silent, despite the bloodshed. Like, weird. I don't like it. Uh, Alec mm-hmm. is having a hard time compartmentalizing. Like, these aren't demons. They're humans. And that's different for him. Um, even though he knows that they're cultists. Even though he's reminded that, like, he's had this conversation with Magnus before. And then, like, they're very much, like, too far gone. You know. It, it mm-hmm. It's truly more of a, you know, kindness to end their suffering than let them be a puppet for whatever demon or whatever. So, he's having a rough go of it. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and, like, he he's fighting with this one demon, and then he runs this, or not demon, cultist, and the cultist runs away. And he's kind of like, should I let him go? Should I go after him? And he kind of stalls, and then he follows after him. Um He's like, what if he's going to go, like, yelp for help? Yeah, he's like... Like, he's trying to call the Paw Patrol. Yeah, call back right. up, Call some buddies. I gotta make sure. Uh-huh. So he follows him, but he doesn't find the cultists. He, instead, he finds Camille chained to a pipe. Which seems suspect to me. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. And excuse the whiplash, but we're going to go hop on over back to Clary's point of view. Just as Jace flings the knife, uh, sinking it into Lilith's chest. Um, of course, this doesn't really do anything to her besides piss her right the fuck off. Uh, since she's like, you know, the original demon and everything. Um, right. Yeah. It takes a yeah. little more than yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much. So we get a... Uh, we get a blast from the past when Lilith drops the glamour and lets her snake eyes come out to play. And I'm like, oh my God, Benny would be so excited. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes. (sighs) While she demands to know what Clary has done to her precious little Jace. Um, And then she like moves to advance on Clary and Jace, but Jace is like, "Uh uh-uh. And he's there with a seraph blade in hand, released from his possession and ready to defend his boo. His sister boo. Bam, it worked. Boo sister. His sister <laughs> boo. His booster. His booster. Oh. oh, I love it. So, okay, Clary is finally thinking of someone other than herself. She's worried that Sebastian's blood um, poisoned Simon. She's like, oh, my God. Like, he did that for me. Oh, my God. 
So, of course, she goes back to thinking about herself, right? So, anyway, <laughs> Lilith is over there just, like, reminiscing about Michael. And, of course, she knew him, too, right? Apparently, he had killed the demon Samael that she had loved. And Jace flips her some shit and is like, okay, um, we're just going to, like, go, okay? And I Cash me like outside. How about that? Yes. I don't remember. So I listened to the episode and then while I was writing, I was reading it. And I feel like I remember hearing him say like, oh, you're just going to keep name dropping. Or is that? That's later. Was that in another chapter? It's oh, just okay, later I'm in sorry. this chapter. Yeah. Okay. And it the reason. Like it fit right here. The, the, what am I trying to say? The missing link between Kristen's section and your section is he names his Seraph Blade Michael. Mm. Oh, right. Sorry. Yes. That's why yes. we're talking about Sorry. Michael. That's Should have the name gotcha. he decided to give the Seraph Blade. And he's just like, and, and she's just like, king of angels. Like, fuck you, Nephilim. You guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. It would be, I think it would be funnier if he named it after her ex-boyfriend. Oh, wait, he yeah, can't because I mean, he's I a fallen still, angel, right? I don't think we ever. Yeah. I oh, think okay. So. Okay. I, sorry, I'm not all brushed up on I my just, Bible. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it's still not clear, and maybe it's in the Codex, or maybe someone knows, and I just haven't paid enough attention. But, like, do different angels do different things for the Seraph Blade? Because I feel like I would just have a go-to angel that I would say. I would just constantly say the same name. They always say something different, so it's interesting. I don't, I don't know that necessarily – it, it might – I wonder, given context of, like, the way that they do it, I wonder if there might be a little bit of, like, superstition when it comes, like, almost like Catholics where, like, oh. they would pray to, like, St. Anthony or something for something specific. Or, like, they're going to yeah. travel. They're going to pray to this specific thing. When things saint. get lost. Exactly. So, like, it might be, mm-hmm. a, there might be a little bit of that culturally. Or that just might be yeah. me trying to make it more interesting. <laughs> um yeah, I, I think, I mean, I'm again, without but I don't think that there's necessarily brushing up on it too much. I don't think it's necessarily like, oh, if I do Michael, this is what's going to happen. But there's probably a little bit of a, like, these are the big guns versus the mm-hmm. regular guns. Uh-huh. I agree with that. Well, and especially with Jace specifically mm-hmm. having, you know, that super soldier shadow hunter angel blood thing like i think okay. there's probably a, we know there's a connection between mm-hmm. him and clary and you know ethereal or whatever i so. wonder i always wonder what would happen if they named one of their blades ethereal if one of them wielded a blade because yeah. it's like almost calling on the blood in their own veins like very like uh-huh i don't know uh-huh i think it would be interesting right i mean it seems like if you were to do it this would be the end right so. <laughs> right when you're literally like against the mother of she's demons. like the biggest so. demon <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is bad news bears <laughs> oh yeah exactly yeah okay so you guys are caught up the blade's name is angel or is michael and um anyway so jace is like okay we're just gonna go um you don't own me is he sings it mm-hmm. to her just like that um and so he's like so i'm not gonna obey you okay so then he has to add um something about sebastian and i quote i suggest you get rid of him before he starts to rot he's not coming back and he's way past his sell-by date sassy jace is back sassy like 
in Clary's point of view, she's like, oh, he's being sarcastic for me. So he knows that I'm. Right. To show me. She's to show me so, that like he's actually like, there. It is a lot. And I wonder if it's just like, uh-huh. I always think back and go, was I like that at 16? I think I was. Absolutely. I think <laughs> I was sure. too. Just like super yeah. self I mean, it's on brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I don't remember thinking anything wrong with it when I read it. Like, not that there's anything wrong with it. Anything right. like off. I didn't feel like it was okay. off when I read it the first time. But now I'm just like, bitch, please. As a mid-30s yeah. mom yeah. who's done work on herself, you know, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I see that now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> That's great. <laughs> Okay, so then Lilith gets really, like, she's she's getting irritated with these literal children. This bitch turns into Bowser and starts spitting balls of fire that turn into snakes. <laughs> the fuck? So this distraction gave her the chance to get close to Jace, I guess. Like, I don't know. She just kind of was like, she disappears. She's like, boo, bitch. I don't know. Like, she turns into smoke and then she's in front of him. And she open palm hits him in the chest, just like, wha-bam, <laughs> causing him to fly and hit the wall. And it knocks his <coughs> serif blade from his hand. So Cleary goes for the blade, but Lilith is gets to it first and just, like, throws her into a hedge. She's just mm-hmm. like, yeah. She just picks her up like a little pixie. So Jace eventually gets up, and he hits a nerve for telling uh, – he hits a nerve for Lilith telling her – that she's no one's mother. She just donated blood to Sebastian. Like, you're nobody. And uh-huh. he proposes a duel between the two of them. So obviously what Clary said worked. <laughs> and I have to read her response because I love it. <coughs> Excuse me while I cough to prepare. <laughs> she says, I'm not a man. I have no pride. No... Listen, Lilith is by far and away the most likable fucking villain we've had so far. <laughs> yes, seriously. Okay, I typoed here, but basically she's like, you're not going to trick me. Like, I'm not interested in a single, in single hand combat, whatever, like you are. I'm a, I'm a chick. This is entirely a weakness of your sex, not mine. I am a woman. I will use any weapon and all weapons to get what Damn I want. straight. Gotta love to That's hate right. her. Seriously. I don't even hate her. I'm like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's a mom without a baby. You I get have it. not. <laughs> mm-hmm. You've not rinsed off your dish for the last fucking time. <laughs> Why do they have to put them in the sink? It makes no sense. Okay. Dude, the dishwasher's <laughs> literally right fucking there. It's literally right, right there. there. Uh, okay, so sorry I kind of fucked that up, but I don't have the book in front of me to correct myself. It didn't end up being a quote. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, then she lets the dogs out. Who let the dogs out? Lil, 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 Lil. I love that people thought that song was about, like, letting ugly women go out to go drinking at the bars instead of about the men oh, that try to catcall women. Why did you ruin I know. that? I, I'm sure if I thought about that song at all, I would recognize that, but I didn't. No, it is about, it's, a, it's like, against men that catcall women. They're calling men oh. the dogs. Like, who let these dogs come out here and, like, fuck with everybody? Oh. But people try to argue that they're singing about 
like how do you let ugly women come out ugly women are the dogs and i'm just like you are so dumb you are read the lyrics oh okay read mm-hmm. it do something <laughs> get out of here get out of here do something. don't you get dare out, make, like, disrespect my childhood like that <gasps> yes. thank you you almost gave me a heart attack i was worried i was like no i know i'd never no. thought about it yeah. i explained it wrong Look, the music but. video was actual dogs. So <laughs> MTV told me so. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay. So she lets these dogs out and she claps her hands and they're obviously not just dogs. They're demon dogs that Jace calls hellhounds and they are coming for him and Clary. So, of course, we can't just continue with some actions. We go back to Alec. And he realizes the person in the room that he had walked in on is Camille. So Lilith had used her cultists to kidnap her from the sanctuary. Since they're human, they were actually able to (coughs) enter it. And it sounds like they beat the crap out of her and then just chained her right back up again so Mm -hmm. she's no better off than she was before in fact she's worse off because she got beaten up because vampires heal she didn't have any bruises or anything or evidence of it other than like i think there was blood in her Mm. hair Uh uh-huh convenient okay so yeah yeah i don't trust that bitch to tell i know there's a part in here where i yeah Magnus reminds him that she's manipulative and shit. Bitch is. She scares me. At least Lilith is telling you what she wants Mm because she has to. Mm -hmm. She has to sit and tell you the whole story. (laughs) This bitch. You know, she's made an inner. She's signed herself as part of the Overlord League. So it's in her contract. She has to monologue. Absolutely. Yes. Camille's not a member yet. She's still a prospect. Yeah, she's still a prospect. Mm -hmm. She's getting there. She's, she's got stories, her ju- junior know. villain right. badge. <laughs> yeah, she's junior varsity. <sighs> so, yeah, she tells him that she will tell him what's going on if he agrees to help her. And he reminds her that she has no bargaining power here. Like, you're locked up in chains. Here I am, neener, neener, neener. And um, he thinks that, you know, whatever happens to her is no big deal to him. He doesn't care. And she's like, Psh. Yes, it is. I know Magnus wouldn't love you if you weren't the type to care about others. And God damn it if she isn't right. Dude. He's just like, ah, oh, you got me. You got me. I care. Okay? I care about people. But you can either trust me or you can trust Lilith. Like, that's your choice. Shadow hunter or a demon. Mother of demons. You know, you, mm-hmm. you can choose. And so she says that she chooses Alec because Magnus trusts him. I feel like there were other options there to have trusted Alec over Lilith, but cool. If it's Magnus that sold it, that's good. We're cool. So Lilith had heard um, that Camille is trying to regain control over the Manhattan clan from Raphael again. So she had tasked tasked Camille with getting blood from shadow hunters for this experiment with the babies that she was doing. And Camille claims that she didn't know what the blood was for at first. Like, she's not into murdering innocent people. So that wasn't cool. Like, doesn't sound like she stopped when she found out. But she didn't Mm -hmm. know at first. So that's good. So Alec is like, cool. Well, you could have chosen just to, like, not do it. 
But Camille knew that Lilith would kill her if she had said no. Plus, it's good to have, like, a power demon, powerhouse, <laughs> like her on her side, you know. Mm-hmm. She's in my court now, so we're it's fine. So um, he asks her what um, she wants with Simon. So she had heard about his mark from an underling that is still in Raphael's clan. uh, And he, like, or they hold loyalty with Camille. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, cool. But, like, what does Lilith want with him? And Camille's confused. And Alec is like, bro, she brought him here. Like, why? What does she want? And um, Camille doesn't know anything about Lilith wanting Simon. She doesn't even know she's like oh that's a coincidence we both wanted him haha it's funny (laughs) and um she's like i assume she just wants him for his blood duh and alec reassures himself i guess out loud he's like well lilith can't hurt simon because of the mark camille is like dude she is the mother of warlocks she will find a way to get around the mark (laughs) and alec's like shit i gotta go (laughs) camille is like hold up hold up let me out of here. Like, you said you'd let me out. You said. You said. He's like, nope, nope. I did not. I told you that I would let the clave have you. Ha ha. And she keeps begging him and begging him. And he's like, okay, fine. Who's Will? Mm. <laughs> really, right now? Bro. <laughs> Who are you, Clary? This is Seriously. not the right time. This is insane. <laughs> no. Read the fucking room. It even takes Camille. Read the room of dead babies. This isn't the fucking time, bro. Dude, this is not the time or the place. Yeah. (laughs) He's got to shoot his shot. He really does. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Damn it. (coughs) Sorry. So it takes Camille a minute to realize who Alec is even asking about. She's like, oh, shit. I bet you've been thinking about how you will die someday and Magnus won't, huh? Like, she's not even answering the question. <laughs> Just cut straight to the core. And, um, yeah, yeah. She's like, so what do you think will happen when you get old man <laughs> and, like, wrinkly hands? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> wrinkly. I'm sorry. What is that from? Baby, uh, dad, whatever. The Adam Sandler movie. Daddy. Daddy. Yes, yes. No. Not not Daddy's boy. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Thank you. Yep. Sonny Koufax, (laughs) or whatever his name was. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I love it. I love you. So she's like, anyway, so like, that sounds icky. What if you didn't have to die? It doesn't, like, you don't have to be all gross like that. Someday you could, like, forever young. And he is like, immediately, no. I don't want to be a vampire. Not happening. Don't bite me. <laughs> and she scoffs and she's like, bro, that's not what I meant. Free me and I'll tell you. Mmm, bitch. Mm-hmm. So, of course, Alec thinks about the conversation he had with Magnus about how Camille is super manipulative. And all he can think about is how Magnus's relationship, like his and Magnus's relationship, is not till death do us part because he is the only one that will see death i know i know so he makes an impulse decision and breaks the chains with his seraph blade because he's a dumb dumb Mm -hmm. 
and um like as soon as it happens you can see like the glory in her face i guess like she's like Haha, <laughs> bitch, sort of look in her face it sounds like and um so literally right after that happens izzy finds him in the room mm-hmm. and he's alone she's like dude we killed like all of these cultists what are you doing where you been bro and um he says i i cut her free and Izzy has no idea what the fuck she's ta- he's talking about because she he's alone in this room. Like you're not making any sense. What's going on? Could and you then imagine we're back- her being like Laszlo and just going that? <laughs> yeah, I literally thought that. I really, I swear, I did. That's so funny when I was listening to it. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. <clears throat> so then we're swept back over to Clary and this hellhound demon. And he has her, like, pinned down. And Lilith tells it to, I don't know why I said him. Like, I think the dog is a boy. I don't mm. know. Who let the dogs out? Yeah, I guess so. Mm. So um, Lilith tells it to keep Clary there and to tear her throat out if she tries to get away. So, like, just tell her to kill her. I don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. you're a demon. Who cares? Just kill this bitch. Like, you're waiting so there can be more story. So anyway. Clary watches Lilith and notices that the water surrounding Sebastian has, like, turned kind of dark. And it's probably from his blood. Ugh. And I just had to mention that because that's icky. It's gross. And um, that's what you she wrote. starts to kind of... Yeah, I did. Sorry. It's gross. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> she starts to kind of feel sorry for herself, but, like, pump herself up at the same time. I don't know. It's Clary. So you guys know. She's like, bro, I am a shadow hunter. I should be able to do something about this. Damn it. Damn it. Yes. Yeah. Damn it. Okay. Clary thinks about how the hellhound on top of her is like that 2002 hit from Chevelle. She's like, feels like suffocating. (laughs) Yes. I don't think I know that. Oh, God. What's it called? Send the pain below, right? I don't know if that's the name of the song. I think it is. Anyway. Okay. She, so she's reaching up, pawing at her neck, and um, she decides to make a grab for the Morgan Stern ring that is in oh-so-early-aughts fashion on a chain around her neck. As you do, baby. As you do. Mm-hmm. Not because it would magically fit to her finger. We know this now. Yeah. But let's not. Just wear it around your neck. Right. It's cool. Um, basically... She thinks back. She has this moment where she thinks back. It's like anything can be a weapon, right? So mm-hmm. she whips it around her head and then slashes the dog in its eyeballs. And the strike gives her the necessary reprieve that she needed to get to her knees. Um, bloodied up, the dog is like just immediately ready to strike again. Like it is with Lilith. He just pissed her off. She just pissed him off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She pissed the dog off. That's all that happened. Just in the nick of plot, a seraph blade comes out of nowhere and decapitates the dog. It's your boy, Jace. And he extends a hand out to lift our young heroine, who at this moment thinks about how Jace was looking at her with such a peculiar look that, like, she couldn't even draw it if she wanted to. What the fuck oh my is God. wrong? Did you roll your eyes just as hard as I did when you read yeah. that? You guys, this is serious. Jesus. This is serious. Yeah. Jace looks tore up from the floor up, and Clary gives him the once over, asking if he is okay, before she can get her sentence out. Like, she's basically, are you? And then he interrupts her. 
she didn't finish it. I just did. Anyway, <laughs> he pushes her away from him and like the circle. So he like pushes her out of the circle and she tells he tells her to get out of there. Then drawing his blade again, he turns his back to her, like heading back inside. GTFO, bitch. Right? So that'd be a huge circle. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we break the page, literally, and rejoin with Lilith, um, who's being like a really bossy bitch to Simon. She's like yelling at him to get up and shaking his shoulder, and he's totally out of it and is woken up to Lilith's Lilith's Lilith's. That is really hard to say. Lilith's Lilith. Say it for me. Lilith. <laughs> Lilith. Anyway, the bitch is snake eyes. Okay, literally snakes for eyes. Okay, that's what's in his face when he comes to, and. The page break was to be in his pop. Okay, that's... We're in the same... Nothing really changed, just the point of view. Um, And, of course, like, the freebie he gets from the sudden change in position is too much. And he ends up vomiting. Lilith grabs his arm and starts dragging him forward. And I know it's not super scary, but I'm picturing the, like, instructional assistant from the animated TV series Recess, Miss Finster. Mm-hmm. And she's like dragging him. That's that's she transformed ah, into that. It's no longer Snake it. Eyes. So Miss Finster, <laughs> Miss Finster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simon just uh, lets her take the wheel because he's all discombobulated, and his mouth is full of Sebastian's nasty blood. They stop at his coffin again. Lilith is waiting for Simon to make good on phase two of her plan, which is giving Sebastian the Simon blood that's now mixed with Sebastian blood. For still following. Simon tries to scan for Clace, but is interrupted by Lilith telling him to use his fangs to tear his wrist open and give Johnny some of that sweet, sweet blood. Use your fangs. Cut your wrist. Simon. <laughs> that came out really fucking weird. Simon. Rings his wrist to his mouth, but his fangs aren't working. He can't get it up. <laughs> Fangile Why does it have to be his wrist? What did you say, Chris? Fangile dysfunction? <laughs> Fangile dysfunction. I don't know, because it's metal. It's metal as fuck. It's got to be his wrist. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Okay. That's the only Cause reason. Because <laughs> he's a scene kid. Be like and the tip of his finger, just like. Nah. <laughs> he gets a, like a diabetes testing kit. And just yeah. Does exactly. the finger like, Hold on, let me get my little lance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, God. And he's like, he touches it like with his finger and he's like, oh, ow, that's what I've been doing <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> okay. Oof. He says internally to himself that he's too sick to be hungry, which personally can't relate. Okay. Dude. And like, so his fangs just won't come out. He doesn't want to eat, so his teeth won't cooperate. That's, it's a normal thing. That vampires go through. It's normal. It's not weird. Every vampire goes through <laughs> Nothing it. Nothing to be ashamed about. Everyone's so called. They call it whiskey fangs. Whiskey fangs. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll let us move on. Do you have another one? Do you have to add? 
and then to this? Do you have an and then? Oh, it looked like you raised your hand. You were just I was I was the, I was praising you like like I'm in church. Oh, okay. I thought you had an and yeah. then moment. Anyway, I will move on from the dick fang jokes. Anyway, he tells Lilith that he can't do it when Jace cuts in to the conversation yelling, Lilith! (laughs) Jace looks all the avenging angel, and Lilith demands to know where Clary is. Simon scans the scene looking for his biffle and sees all the destruction. He decides that things look bad, but Jace would be a lot more distraught if something had happened to Clary. Jace has been officially pushed... Pussed? God, I can't stop. Even subconsciously. Jace has been officially pushed to his limits. He challenges Lilith to a Burr-Hamilton-style duel. And Lilith attacks. She's like, call me Ginny Johns because I'm delivering this beating freaky fast. (laughs) Jace is able to get a slice in across her shoulder, drawing blood, black blood, by the way, from the wound. Yeah. Lilith casts Thunderclap. I'm going to say that's what it is. And sends Jace flying away, his blade floating in the air in front of him. Simon takes a moment to think about how bamfy Jace is with his super shadow hunter skills with a Z. And if it was anyone else, they would surely be dead by now. He's interrupted um, his sexy thoughts from his sexy thoughts about Jace. Speaking of fanfic, by his fangs finally coming out and piercing his lip. He checks back into the fight and it's intense. They're both like, he's like going on, but they're both like really, really fast and super powerful. Jace um, comes down with the blade and Lilith catches it between her hands and her blood that like drops onto the floor from it turns into little black snakes. And she, yep. Picks up the blade into the air and legit snaps it <laughs> off. Like if she wasn't so She's terrifying, she would be like the best role model. She's such a bamf. Dude. <laughs> Seriously. For real. <laughs> and then we get this little gym. This is what this is the dialogue that Amanda was thinking of earlier. Okay. Mm. Poor little Michael, she said he was always weak. Ooh. Except I said that wrong. He always was weak. Jace was panting, his hands clenched at his sides. His hair pasted to his forehead with sweat. You and your name dropping, he said. I knew Michael. I knew Samael. The angel Gabriel did my hair. It's like I'm with the band with biblical figures. That's what he says. So funny. So funny. Simon takes a moment to wax poetic about Jace dying on his feet, like the snarky little scamp that he is. Jace presses Lilith further by bringing up the whole, like, you can't have a baby thing. And she replies, like, she replies by basically going, hey, watch it. Hey, don't you fucking say that to me. And then um, he has a classic, like, what are you going to do then? Kill me? Bring the action. Okay. It's the whole moment. Simon tries to step in, but he's totally, he's all mom's spaghetti at this point still. He can't. He pulls himself up using the stone pedestal that the coffin's sitting on, and he's fighting a migraine from Eden. <laughs> but um, 
<laughs> and uh, there's no way he's going to be able to make it in time to save the day. Lilith and Jace are staring each other down when Jace puts together the last piece to their little standoff. Lilith can't kill Jace because his life is tied to Sebastian. Then he goes full throttle and says that, like, he could just yeet himself off the building and end everything. <laughs> so is He's that solution. so emo. Damn. <laughs> Dude, for real. <laughs> Jumped off of the building. This is my last resort. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, Lilith and Jace are staring each other down when Jace puts, nope, I literally just fucking said that. Okay. Lilith's patience has finally worn out and she starts demanding to know where Clarissa is again. And Jace tells her that she's gone like a freight train, gone like yesterday, safe downstairs. That's where she's at. And Lilith calls him a liar. Except I put lair. So there's that. (laughs) Jay starts backing up toward the edge of the 40-foot tall building, and Lilith pulls out her hidden ace card, explaining that she was there when he died. She heard it, and she came out. <laughs> she watched Vitang cry over his body, and then Clary asked the angel to bring him back without even thinking of the consequences. Stupid They're though. so in love that there's no way she would leave him while he was in so much danger. Actually, speaking of her... There she is. And Lilith uses her magic to reveal Clary hiding behind a hedge and then like drags her towards, drags Clary towards her. Jace yells, no, of course. As Clary is now dangling in front of Lilith, suspended in the air, Clary is still feisty and calls Lilith a bitch. And (laughs) Simon can see Jace's horror at the whole situation because he obviously believed that, like, she'd actually fucking listen to directions one time in her whole goddamn life. (laughs) He was wrong. Clary starts struggling against her invisible bonds and then Lilith attacks her with a silver whip. This breaks Jace's spirit and he tells Lilith that he will do whatever she wants if she lets Clary go. So will Simon. Like, both of these bros will listen to you. Just... Let Clary go. Lilith, fuck, I can't say it. Lilith's mm-hmm. patience has cracked. And uh, this old as dust. This bitch is fucking old. Okay. As grandma's boy said, this bitch's pussy smelled like the Great Depression. Okay. She is Ooh. old. <laughs> Have you seen, you've heard that line? Nick Swartzen says that. <gasps> No, anyway, I haven't. No, but she's older than that. But I'm very happy. <laughs> I'm gonna use that. <laughs> You've not heard that. Okay. Okay. If that anyway, wasn't so long, movie, it would be movie. the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Anyway, th- my point <laughs> is, she's like an all-powerful, literally mother of demons, mother of warlocks. This powerful being basically says. That since these meddling kids were annoying, <laughs> now they've got to die. I was just going to let you go, die. but you've annoyed me. Okay. <laughs> Simon breaks away from the pedestal and starts to walk towards them. The fray. The Clary fray. And the fray of the battle. Lila tells Jace that she might not be able to kill him, but, quote, I can torture her past the point of her endurance, torture her to madness and make you watch. 
there are worse things than death, Shadow Hunter. And then she immediately delivers on her promise, lashing Clary a second time. Jace makes a move towards Lilith, but catches Simon's eye. They communicate in silent bro code, and Simon assesses the situation. Lilith has all her attention on Clary, ATM. Simon releases his inner vampy powers and dashes in between Clary and Lilith. Uh, The whip came down and struck him across the face and chest. He felt a brief moment of shocking pain, and then the air burst around him. Ooh. Lilith frozen, (laughs) oh shit, panic, and darts her eyes between Simon and Clary, (laughs) and then settled on her own hand, saying, sevenfold, as the night lights up. A giant ray of fire plunged down from the sky, spewing right through her. And for a moment, she's like trapped in the fire. It's glowing white hot. Her mouth has opened in a silent scream. And then she turns to white gold. And finally, quoting here, because it's too good not to. And then she was salt. A thousand crystalline granules of salt that rained down at Simon's feet with a dreadful sort of beauty. And then she was gone. Oh, my God. So fucking epic. Yeah. How do you feel about Simon now? I mean, it's not like he was brave. He knew she wouldn't get hurt or he wouldn't get hurt. I wish we were recording our faces because the look on Amanda's face is beautiful. (laughs) She's like, bitch, nothing. I think nothing of him. (laughs) It hasn't changed my mind. I'm not saying. I love it. (sighs) Nothing. Okay. (laughs) Nothing's going to change. Okay. Make sure that you read chapter 19, Hell is Satisfied, for next week's episode. For behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworlder Dish Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.